Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. So glad you made it uh, time to join us today. And with me today is Pastor Matt. Very thankful to have Pastor Matt here at Legacy Baptist Church. He and his family are a blessing to our church and to me personally. And I've known Pastor Matt since sometime in the 2000s. I was trying to think about that today. I couldn't remember exactly what year, but sometime in the early 2000s. And I certainly do appreciate uh, his heart for the Lord and for the ministry. So today I asked him to come into my office and uh, gave him some questions to answer for us. And I hope there'll be an encouragement to you. So we're going to get right into the questions and uh, go from there. So number one, where are you from originally? What kind of background? Big family, small family? Kind of give us the details, the goods on that. Sure. So I grew up in Kitchener, Ontario. Lived there my whole life until I headed to Bible College in 2005. But... I grew up in a Guyanese home, so both my parents are from Guyana, South America. And uh, not a huge family, but I have two older brothers, so I am the baby of the family. (laughs) Fun times being the baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, so background from Guyanese, your folks immigrated up here and lived in Kitchener. Um, When did you first hear of salvation and... Uh, what kind of background circumstances were that that led to your own decision for Christ? So I, I did grow up in a Christian home. Um, my parents, uh, we had all kinds of uh, Christian storybooks, things like that. I'd read those books. And my brothers, um, they were saved at the t- um, when I was younger. And so my middle brother, he would tell me stuff about salvation. And uh, when I was five years old, I started riding the church bus. Okay. So I went to uh, Sunday school at a church in uh, Cambridge. Okay. So I had always known of salvation. I had a knowledge of it. And it wasn't until I was, I think, about eight years old. I was in grade three. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in Sunday school class, and I, I knew everything about salvation. And the invitation time came, and I just realized that I actually had to make that choice. And I remember raising my hand. Mm-hmm. I remember the place I went to, and I remember just going through the plan of salvation with that teacher, mm-hmm. that worker, and I accepted Christ that day. Great. Awesome. So quite young. Yes. When you made that decision. Yeah. That's great. So as you grew in the Lord at, at, uh, from a younger age, what kind of led you to go to Bible college? I mean, obviously, there's all kinds of decisions you can make about a career and what you would do. Um, and then what, so I guess it's two points to this question is what, kind of led you that decision and then what led you into full-time ministry uh, that you're currently involved with and you were in ministry before this too okay so um, when I was in high school I never really had aspirations of going into I guess what I like to call vocational Mm full-time ministry right Uh, I always was serving in church always wanted to serve Um, but what interested me about Bible college was that Faithway had a one-year program so a friend of mine from Kitchener uh, Pastor Dan Luck he Mm -hmm. invited me to go visit uh, Faithway for uh, I think I was there for two days and I was really interested in just be able to go for the one year and just learn more um, about the Bible things like that and just how to serve the Lord better mm-hmm. so when I finally went to Bible college and I realized especially back when you're you know 19 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> a year it, that's we talk about it going by fast but when you're that young you know a year it doesn't it's not a whole lot of time so mm-hmm. i realized how great of an impact that year made on my life how much more i could learn in bible college so i decided to go for four years mm-hmm. and i always had the idea of wanting to do my best for the lord 
and wanting to be fully equipped. Um, that's what led me to take what I did in college with uh, missions and just um, switching. I switched my degree at one point just because I wanted to be fully equipped for whatever the Lord had for me. Mm-hmm. And then as far as full-time ministry, like I said, it was never really an aspiration to be uh, vocationally full-time ministry. I always wanted, and I believe all Christians should be full-time Christians, mm-hmm. where we're serving the best we can, and uh, just because it might be a paid position, you're no more of a Christian or faithful than someone who's unpaid. Right. So after Bible college and just... Um, as God opened doors, I was always serving, but I was always working a secular job as well. So we, um, Amanda and I and Simon, were very comfortable. We were serving um, full time, not vocationally, mm-hmm. but uh, we always walked through doors as the Lord opened them. Right. So um, I think God really used that to prepare my heart just to be willing to serve no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then as the door opened here at Legacy and Pastor... Um, Al Cop, you uh, messaged me and we started talking about that. That door opened up and as we explored that more and mm-hmm. I just followed the Lord and that's where we are today. All right. So it was a, it took time. It did. It wasn't a overnight decision. I think sometimes uh, we think with the Lord leading our lives, sometimes it needs to happen like tomorrow. We pray about today and then tomorrow it happens. But your circumstance, and yours is not unusual, it takes time. It, it's time of maturing growing as an individual believer bringing new skill sets the lord's maybe even enabling more things for you to do so that's great it's, it's a good thing it's an encouragement for anyone who's listening that you might feel like oh, i don't know i don't know if this is where i should be today but i'm keep doing right hey use example of yeah. keep doing right you don't know where the lord could bring you so that's that's encouraging so it's hard to believe but you've been here at legacy now in february it'll be three years i mean 2018 you came aboard um so it's been wonderful it's been good certainly have enjoyed having you and your family amanda and side guy well that's what we call him side guy uh aboard with us what are some of the favorite things that you think about legacy i know it's a little bit of punch here for our church but uh what's some things you might you've you've really come to enjoy maybe didn't know about before but it's come on as hey i enjoy this about legacy baptist church so i probably mentioned this before but um just one of the things that really stood out to us especially when we were uh, kind of visiting the church just to get a feel for the church and was how friendly the people were and just, mm-hmm. just it really uh, you see it through the fellowship of the people at the church and just being here every mm-hmm. Sunday and uh, when we first came to the church and no one knew who we were we got we kind of got that first time visitor experience which you don't get too often mm-hmm. and I was amazed with how many people came up to us to introduce themselves welcomed, welcomed us to the church showed us where uh the nursery was because Simon was that young yeah, at that yeah, time. That's, yeah, that's right. And just from that moment on till now, we're just seeing how friendly the people are mm-hmm. and watching them be that welcoming to new visitors that mm-hmm. come to the church. Yeah. And I've really come to enjoy that. And uh, the other thing that really stands out to me is just the involvement of the people here at Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone gets involved. Everyone's serving. Everyone's in the music ministry. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just the seasoned veterans, but we have. Uh, our young people being involved, wanting to serve. Mm-hmm. And then just being here at the church throughout the week and early on Sundays, you get to kind of see the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see the people who are serving in ways that you may not really think about. But mm-hmm. um, it's just great to see how involved the people here are at the church. Well, that's great. Great testimony for our church as well. And definitely a friendly place, that's for sure. 
and uh, lots of people helping out. That's great things. Uh, appreciate that perspective. So, hey, we just came, still in. I don't know if they're going to let us out of pandemic mode. Uh, so what things did you miss the most during the height of this <laughs> pandemic? What did you miss the most? A little bit of a funny question, but what did you miss the most? My biggest concern... <laughs> Was the haircut. <laughs> I was missing the barber shop. So first chance I got, I went to that barber shop. But uh, yeah, definitely lots of things to miss. There were things I did enjoy about it. I guess I was one of those people that kind of enjoyed how slowed down things mm. uh, were and just the how fast-paced our society is. I think it was nice to take a step back. Yes. Uh, but uh, one of the things I missed the most and uh, kind of going hand-in-hand hand with the last question is just church missing mm. church missing that uh fellowship missing that singing and i know we're still not singing yet mm -hmm. but missing that and missing having people over and just mm. uh, having that fellowship i know amanda loves to have people over and yes. uh, have fellowship with that way and that's one of the things we miss the most during this time yeah hospitality has been put on the back burner that's for sure yeah yeah, uh, haircuts I was able to do. I missed my wings from my favorite wing place. But at any rate, um, so the last question, what are some things um, you learned during, you know, the height of the lockdown where we really were kind of stuck in our houses? We didn't go too far besides the grocery store or whatever. Uh, what are some things or one thing? I, I don't I don't know exactly what kind of list you have or anything, but what, what what's something you really took home with you? Um, so more on a surface level thing, something that I learned, just what we had to learn was at church was for the live streaming. So mm. learning a lot of new technology, which I do enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do that, still figure out the nuts and bolts of that, a bit of the audio recording, all the stuff that I have been interested in. Now I was able to, uh, focus on that mm -hmm. quite a bit. So I was able to learn that, but on a, on a deeper level, I would say one thing that I learned was that. Uh, even during this pandemic is that God's work doesn't end. Mm -hmm. So we had lots of things planned for 2020. Yeah. We had uh, a kids program in the work that we were really excited about. We mm. had the health program, which we were super excited yeah. about. A lot of great uh, youth activities, things like that. And it was kind of discouraging to think about that because we were really just gung ho. Like, yeah, let's, let's start all these new things. But that doesn't mean that God's work has ended. And, mm. um, if anything, I find that um, a lot more of reaching people has become a lot more personal. Mm -hmm. You know, before we were able to kind of hide behind the church. You know, as a church, we're going out. Mm -hmm. As a church, we're mailing things out. As a church, you know, we can direct people mm -hmm. to come to church or go online or whatever. Yep. But now it's kind of become more personal where, mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> we don't have a lot of those avenues yep. where we can, you know, maybe send someone over there or whatever it is. But mm -hmm. now I actually have to put uh, work in there and go and speak to people. So um, despite us shutting down as as a society, God's work hasn't stopped and we have to keep serving him. That's right. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, sometimes we can get lost in the busyness. That's definitely something I uh, focused on too, just how busy we were and we had to really put the brakes on. There was, there was not much to do like in the sense of what we did traditionally before. Uh, so yeah, definitely a, a new, new way of doing things. That's that's for sure. And uh, I really do appreciate all the work you do for our church and your heart as well. And uh, we look forward to what the Lord will do in the future. And actually, I think you were just actually supposed to be in Honduras right now, or getting back from Honduras. Just getting back. Yeah, you guys were planning on uh, going on a trip uh, with uh, medical missions. Yeah. 
and uh, helping some folks down there. Uh, it's going to be postponed now until next July, I believe yeah. it is. So, uh, Lord willing, <laughs> you'll get down there and get to do that. And I think some folks from our church are going with you guys too, so that's that's encouraging. Uh, so just uh, keep in prayer for Pastor Matt, our assistant pastor here at Legacy Baptist Church. Thanks for coming to my office and not getting in trouble this time. <laughs> glad <laughs> doing here. this interview and so glad that you were here. And I hope as a listener, this has been a help and encouragement to you. Get to know uh, our pastor, assistant pastor a bit better. And until next time, you keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.